Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Egan, Johnson, overlap, out to Watani! Celestiak has got airborne! Oh my goodness! Yep. Oh my goodness! Oh yes! Oh yes, that, that is, is so good. Up at the bistro there, they're raising a glass to that. The Redcliffe League <laughs> Club has erupted. Andrew Voss here with some of his classic commentary over the weekend. Busy man, he is calling uh, multiple games, of course. The Warriors wrapped up a tumultuous, crazy sort of a week around the club by running onto the field at Redcliffe with a new interim head coach in charge. The little general, of course, comes in. Out goes Nathan Brown. And uh, after uh, a 12-0 scoreline, it looked like that Stacey had worked the oracle. However, the good feeling didn't last long. The mistakes again crept in. The defensive line folded. Five tries in 25 minutes saw the Sharks of Victor's 38-16. to And Vossi actually calling that game, as we've just heard. Uh, they fa- they uh, flattered to deceive us again. 12-0 Vossi, and we thought that Stacey had done it. Yeah, good morning, Smithy. And that, um, that try by Wittini Zalesniak, you are talking... Highlight from the game, also one of the highlights of the season, really, the put-down. But, you know, what do you take out of that? And there were fleeting moments of, of, of other, you know, really good stuff by the Warriors. The start again was solid. The start to the second half was solid. But let's be honest, I mean, how can Stacey wheel a, you know, wield a wand over the side in a matter of days? Good sides do not concede five tries on the bounce, do they? They, they just don't concede five tries in a row, as the Warriors did. I mean, the Warriors concede their first try. They're still in front, and Adam Pompey puts the kickoff out on the full. You know, wh- how can this happen? Why do these mistakes happen? The completion rate was great last night from the Warriors. I think they might have finished around 85%. But the handful of mistakes they make are inside their own half, and there's no resilience after a mistake. It is just so apparent with his side that whatever Stacey Jones has to do, he has to find a way to achieve resilience with this team that they can defend a mistake the same way the Cowboys have found it. You know, they, they've obviously trained harder um, and smarter because the Warriors don't have it. The players individually have talent. You know, and I'm sure you know, the players individually, they're trying, but they have to find uh, that resilience as a defence to defend the errors that they make. Because by the numbers last night, in some key areas... The Warriors weren't that bad, yet they, you know, they've, they've ended up conceding eight tries. Well, that just shouldn't happen. Should not happen. From the outside looking in, uh, one of the things that concerned a lot of fans over here was the, the impression that at times they just don't want to be out there. They don't want to play for their coach. You know, they, they just don't want to be on the park. Did you see evidence of that uh, or did, uh, a change in attitude at all in that, in that, uh, yeah. that performance? 
Oh, look, watching it live last night, and they're, we're there at Redcliffe, we're close up. You know, good stadium to watch them from close up, and, and, and I had the expertise of Greg Alexander with me in the commentary box, and we obviously chatted about the performance post-game. There was effort. There, there, there was effort there last. It, it wasn't one of those performances. If I was to compare it with a game that was on earlier, Newcastle and, uh, and Penrith, I could accuse Newcastle of a bit of white flag stuff, but I couldn't the Warriors last night. But... There's, it's not particularly smart. I, look, I get down on the opponent's 20. You know, too many times you're let down by sets of six when you think there should have been a little more offered by the Warriors. There's just so many areas that I think watching a Warriors game back at the video review session would be painful. And, you know, because you, you, you'd, you'd think, well, gee, watch our first 10 minutes. It's going well. Mm. You know, the, 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 and then the kickoff out in the fall and then other moments of the match. It's just... It's just all over the place. So there's no consistency across 80 minutes of football. There's no consistency across 20 minutes of football at the moment. So there's, there's, it's such a big job for Stacey Jones to attack. You know, this is not going to be a quick fix for the style of play that the Warriors find themselves in at the moment. Um, it's going to need some shock treatment, to be quite honest. And, I, and you know, that would include an entire off-season of... Of, of addressing things and, and training and all the rest as well. I don't have the answers. I'm not smart enough. But when I speak with people like Greg Alexander and Matty Johns and Cameron Smith over here, they throw a lot of things into the melting pot. And, and Stacey Jones probably needs to work through the order of he needs to attack things in this you know short period of time. Reese Walsh uh, probably epitomises the whole deal, doesn't he? Really? I mean, yeah, he does. Yeah. He scores the yeah. opening. Uh, he scores the opening try, and then all of a sudden something else. Reese Walsh's effort is a hundred percent, a hundred percent. If you know what I'm saying, you know there's no doubt. You watch the game; he is trying his heart out. He tries and does things at high speed, but the inconsistencies in his game as well can also put pressure on teammates. And there are some bizarre moments. That that bullet-like pass on his own goal line. Now you can all appreciate having a crack, but I don't know whether I'm throwing a pass at that velocity above head height to a teammate in front of my own goal line. Like, that's just, you know, that's heart attack stuff. So his game is inconsistent, but certainly no one tried harder for the Warriors last night than Reese Walsh, and he's still a kid. He, he's still a rookie. So, you know, that same effort needs to be across the board. Right, let's uh, avoid the Warriors for a while and talk about more pleasant things, uh, shall we? Perhaps starting with uh, the way that Alex Johnson just uh, loves scoring tries mm. for the Rabbitohs. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? You know, what a great story, too, from, uh, you know, a foundation club. That a couple of years out of the game, of course, South Sydney, um, early 2000s. But, you know, Alex Johnston now has the club record number of tries. He's now chasing the Holy Grail, which is Ken Irvine's record of tries. He's the only man that's ever scored more than 200 in first-grade rugby league. And, and Alex is still a young man. So on, on this current average, he's, he's not going to just hit the 200. He's going to break the greatest record of all. And, you know, he's local junior. So it's a... It's a brilliant story. It does show you, not so long ago, it's not that he was on the way out of it, but there was certainly an indication he wasn't going to be kept by the Rabbitohs. You know, it was touch and go. And, and they've, they've kept him. And, you know, there, there are kids running around on parks. It's the influence. There are kids running around, I'm sure, in the South Sydney district who want to be just like Alex Johnston. And, that, you know, that's what we do with rugby league with our, with our stars. We, you know, others look up to them. And I'm sure there's plenty that aspire to be just like Alex. Incredibly good run for the Cowboys. Uh, they're playing some great footy this year, but it came at a cost at the weekend. They're beating the Dragons 31-12, but uh, lost uh, Hylam Lukey by the look of it for the season with an ACL injury. Uh, but Todd Payton must be thrilled with the way they're tracking. 
Yeah, oh, the loss of young Lukey, and let's hope that you know the recovery goes according to plan. Huge setback for him, and indeed for the Warriors, because he was a permanent part of the 17, and they got this great batch of, of players coming through. Um, look, I just love the mantra of the Warriors. I did this saying of Todd Payton, I may have said it to you before, that he just said, I wanted to make the Cowboys be comfortable being uncomfortable. Like, isn't that, isn't that sort of in some ways what we're talking about earlier with the Warriors? That is the definition mm-hmm. of resilience. To, to get that resilience, that has to be your mantra. Be, you know, get comfortable being uncomfortable. So Todd Payton in the off-season, and that's why I'm saying Stacey, if he used to be the coach going forward, well, he'd need an off-season to change parts of the game. There's, there's things he can, he can change tactically straight away, but things that are ingrained in the thinking of the players, well... Todd Payton's obviously done that in the off-season and put them in some pretty uncomfortable positions with their training and really, you know, taken them over the edge almost. Um, But the results are there to see, and the Broncos have done the same, Smithy. You know, it was said there was some some complaints coming out of the Broncos in the off-season. Kebby's working them too hard. Well, (laughs) proof's in the pudding at the moment. I think Kebby pulled the right rein with his team. Mm, He certainly has. 24-18 over the Canberra Raiders at the weekend. And uh, still having injury woes as well with uh, Payne Haas, Adam Reynolds and Herbie oh. Farnworth uh, all sidelined. Plus, of course, resting a couple of Origin players. He has built a squad, there's no doubt about it. Well, they, they ended up with six or seven in the casualty ward, to be quite mm. honest. Um, you know, on a, on, a, on a night where you don't have so many, the, the injuries they suffered, probably they all finished off the field, but they had to stay on because they were down um, so many troops. Um, Ezra Mam is a revelation. You know, th- this is what you need in those big years. And... I'll give a bit of Warriors history into the story here, and I'm not saying the Broncos are going to make the grand final by any stretch, but way back in, what, 2011, you know, Sean Johnson appears on the scene. At the start of the year, you haven't got Sean Johnson in your um, premiership calculations, you know, as part of the story of the Warriors. But he comes in the first grade, he cements his spot, and before you know it, what, game 15, 16, he's playing a grand final and a key component of it. I see an Ezra Mam at the Broncos. I see a player who will not be out of first grade now. I mean, I think he has found his way into that team. He's got the guile and experience of Adam Reynolds to lean on. Um, great spot to be in. The Broncos have had awful troubles with their six and seven the last few years. They did they didn't know what their best six and seven is. I have now seen the Broncos' best six and seven, and that is Reynolds, obviously, in seven. And Ezra Mam is at six to stay, or in the halves. If Reynolds out, he's the number seven. Mam is... It's a terrific talent, a terrific playmaking talent, and he's going to be a real asset to Brisbane. If Stacey Jones wants to make a phone call to someone perhaps uh, feeling a bit the same as him, you might want to call Brett Kamali, of course, uh, taking over the West Tigers. Uh, 30 to 4, uh, a loss there, uh, and including a, well, almost a, an historic sending off. I don't think West have had a player sent off for going two decades, and all of a sudden, yeah. Brett Naden gets his order. Yeah, no, no one's arguing about the send-off either, are they? It was clear-cut send-off Brent Naden. Uh, Corey Pearson was the last player sent-off for the for the trivia buffs. But, mate, you could have a Zoom call at the moment between coaches, couldn't you? The, the bottom five teams, uh, it's a real worry. Um, the, the bottom five is a clear bottom five at the moment. And three of those clubs have sacked their coaches. <laughs> and the other two, Justin Holbrook and Adam O'Brien, you reckon they're sleeping well? You know, we, we potentially, and I don't wish ill of, of Justin Holbrook or Adam O'Brien, but so ruthless is the coaching caper. We could have five teams, the bottom five, all changing their coaches during the season. And I don't know whether any of them are going to be better off. I don't see how, you know, I don't really know how it's good business. And, and then the other angle to the story, 
the coaches that are then under consideration, with the exception of Cameron Seraldo, have all been, dare I say, have all been sacked previously. <laughs> there is nothing but sacked coaches to pick from. Such is the job we have. Mm-hmm. They're all sacked. So you, you sacked a coach to then look at hiring another sacked coach, and you do it pre-season. If five coaches go mid-season this year, that is $4 million in payouts, give or take a few hundred thousand dollars. How is that good business? It's just down the toilet. Money, money you've got to pay out coaches to replace them with other sacked coaches. Uh, I'll get onto contracts and NRL uh, on another day, Vossi, because it seems to me there's some pretty good deals coming around for, for certain players or coaches that actually can just move on and be very wealthy because they're moving on to the next thing. It's incredible. Anyway, let's uh, keep uh, talking about uh, games over the weekend, and in particular the Panthers, who were just amazing again. 42 points they racked up over Newcastle. Who was standing out there for the Panthers? Oh, well, I thought their left and right side was good, but, um, you know, Kickout's having a great season. Boy, oh boy, he, he's taken his game to another level, and that's despite the fact that he's on his way out of the club at the end of the season. Um, the fact that, again, you look at young players that have come in, Isaac Tago, Taylor May, I mean, they, they, they make every team in the NRL now. Well, they, they barely played first grade before this season started, so Penrith have got all things lined up at the moment. I'll, I'll say it again, and I may have said it the last couple of weeks, it's, the competition is theirs to lose. Because if Penrith play well, I don't think Melbourne beat them. And then the teams below Melbourne are not at the quality of Melbourne. So how are they going to beat them? But they might, they might beat them on a, on a one-off day. You know, if they played 10 times, Parramatta's going to beat Penrith occasionally. But, I, but what I'm seeing from teams like the Roosters and Manly, I don't think they can beat Penrith at their best. Penrith at their best, they win this competition, Smithy. And, you know, they, they just put sides to the sword. They, they beat them in the first half. You know, they, they get in front and they mm. can't be chased down and... That was a trade of Melbourne at their best over the last, you know, five, six years or decade, really. Penrith have now got the same aura about them as Melbourne at their best. Nice little story uh, around uh, the Melbourne Storm at the weekend with Grant Anderson making his NRL debut Mm. in front of uh, friends and family at the SCG, uh, scoring a couple of tries in the process. Yeah, I I love, you know, there's a few things. And again, I was at the SCG for that game and you observe... Yeah, things from high up that perhaps aren't being seen by those in the lounge room because we might be on a tight shot of the play, you know, a close-up shot. But I love that the other players in the team appreciate the you know, how big the moment was with his try. They all celebrated like he was one of the family, and I guess as in the team. But they would not know this guy all that well. He's done a bit of training with them, but he's based out of Queensland because their feeder team is the Sunshine Coast Falcons. So he spends far more time up there than than with the storm, but the way they celebrated, boy, oh boy, he, he's lived out a dream um, on Saturday night and then doubles up, you know, gets a couple of tries, he's involved in some big plays on the night. Um, that, that's, that's inspirational in itself too. It comes from Newcastle, gone via Northern Pride and the Sunshine Coast Falcons to play for Melbourne, to be in the NRL. His first game is at the traditional home of the game in Australia, the SCG. You know, that, that's big. That's really big, Smitty. Mm-hmm. It is big. I had some bad moments there myself. Don't worry about that. Uh, Vossi, <laughs> round, round 14. Round 14 comes to a close tonight with uh, the Bulldogs taking on the Eels. We have the Eels with about a, what, 15.5-point start over here. Um, so uh, that, is that the way you see it going? Yeah, well, the best I can hope for for Bulldogs fans listening is that your team is tenacious today, but how could you possibly tip them? I mean, I, I, you know, it's been the same for a number of years, no matter who's coaching them, and we've had a few. 
Yeah, I don't really see more than two, three tries absolute max that the Bulldogs are capable of scoring. So, you know, is two tries, would two tries be enough to beat Parramatta? I probably don't think so. Um, I'm hearing to beat a pen guy back today, but, you know, he's of questionable form. Is that a boost or not? You tell me. Um, you know, if he plays mm-hmm. his best, of course it's a boost, but I haven't seen enough good things from Pengai uh, Junior this year. Um, Parramatta, you know, if they want to be a Penrith, if they want to be a Melbourne, they have to sweep aside teams like the Bulldogs, um, which the Roosters didn't do a number of weeks back. So Parramatta, to stay up with the leading teams, need to win. And on, and dare I say, they need to put the Bulldogs to the sword today and win well. OK, Fossey, thank you very much for your review of uh, what happened over the weekend. We look forward to that one uh, tonight between the Bulldogs and the Eels to wrap up round 14. Thank you, sir. As always, enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah, thank you, Smithy. And some words of wisdom to finish if you're a parent Get your kids, not a tennis racket, not a golf club, not a rugby union ball or league ball. Get them a golf bag and teach them to be a caddy. Because Charles Schwartzel's caddy over the weekend got paid $457,000 US for three days' work. Thank you. Be a golf caddy. Goodbye. And there you have it from the wise old owl, Andrew Voss, coming into us from uh, our brother network uh, in Australia. He's got a breakfast show there with Andrew uh, with with uh, Brandy Alexander, of course, uh, and they uh, cover league off as much as, as well as other sports as well, um, with authority. Not a bad deal, is it? Uh, and only carrying it for 54 holes too, Vossi. That's the other point. Only 54 holes to make 450000 Wow, that's a lot of money. Cheers. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.